0: It. It's love, our family show.
1: I love watching The Office. I think there's some innuendo in The Office that's maybe not quite appropriate for 10-year-olds. Yeah. That's what she said. Um, <laughs>
2: the episode that says the S word I can't say.
1: No, don't.
2: The <laughs> S-E-X word. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it, the episode starts with start. that. Yeah. yeah, I can
1: spell it, but I can't say it. <laughs> right. You can say the word sex. Just don't Oh, make God. It. She said
0: it. <laughs> See, she can't say it because she embarrasses herself. Does that
1: make you uncomfortable? Sexy time. <laughs> and that is- So Channing
0: is turning redder than her sunburn she right just, now.
1: She and exactly. that is the sound of everyone turning away from our podcast. Mom I'm
2: editing this right now. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: made it to season two of the Brooker Family Podcast, Everybody welcome. We're so glad that you're joining us. We're back after a nice little break. Brooker Family Podcast is a weekly pop culture and entertainment show for parents and kids and kids and we are so glad that you're joining us. I'm Heather Brooker. I'm Chris Brooker and I'm Channing Brooker and we have taken a little bit of a break over these last a couple breather, of weeks. Yeah. Will. Yeah. Just to, um, we had, this was a very busy time for our family. We had birthdays going on, anniversary going on. Oh yeah. Anniversary. The anniversary Channing was starring in a play. So it's just been a busy couple of weeks and I'm a big proponent of taking a break when you know you need it because that's how people get burnt out um, and that sort of thing. So what kind of things did we do uh, over our break? You mentioned one of the big ones.
2: Annie Mercery. Yes, I filmed. I was in a production of Annie
1: Jr. You didn't film it. And
2: yes. I know, I, I didn't mean film it. <laughs> they we wouldn't
0: let ready. us film it.
1: They yeah. were like hardcore about not letting us right. take any pictures or any video of this performance. It was Channing's first musical, it was yep. her musical debut. And like, they were, I was like just trying to snap a picture for grandma, and some lady came up and like yelled at me, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah. You know, so, anyways, but it was fun. Tell us about it. Yes,
2: it was really fun. I was playing Burheely yes the radio announcer i don't know if you heard of him but he's very famous yes
0: i know you developed a whole backstory around i have yeah. it's
2: kind of a crazy backstory <laughs> do you guys want to hear it yes so bert healy is has a divorced wife that is in prison he adopted all of the kids in the orphanage and the only way to make him happy is his radio show
1: wow he's okay. secretly uh-huh.
2: depressed he's secretly <laughs> depressed. <laughs>
1: This is a really intense backstory for Bert Healy. Mm -hmm. And Bert Healy, for those who don't remember, is the one who sings, You're never fully dressed without without a smile. He's the radio host, the radio announcer. He's the radio announcer, and Annie, that helps Daddy Warbucks get the word out about Annie's parents. Well, you did an amazing job. Daddy and I were so proud. Our friends came to see you, too, and it was such a joy to watch. Um, For anybody who's ever had kids, like, performing Mm -hmm. or, you know, playing in sports, like, you know, it's so fulfilling to watch your kids share their talents and and to um sort of like live out their talents in that way for sure and and to
0: find new talents like like to find something that they might love to do on stage and I think Chan you've, you've shown that you like to be on stage I saw you there you were you were really enjoying it you were singing you were emoting it was uh it was really cool to see
2: yeah but sometimes when I left off stage I um I was supposed to take down the little microphone that was on the stage, which yeah. I took up. I forgot to take it down to so the girl that's supposed to help me. She was like, Ugh.
1: well, it got taken care of. And also, I, I Speaking thought, of microphone, honey, you got to talk into the microphone. Yeah. yeah and, also <laughs> I, and also
2: I had a styrofoam hat.
1: All right. Nice. <laughs> okay. So that was our anniversary. And the reason we called it that is because, um, Channing's debut was on the same day as our 22nd not, wedding not, anniversary. Not so
2: key, was it? Yes. What? It was the debut. It, isn't it a debut, like a middle of the day show?
1: No, that's a matinee. Oh. oh my gosh. Apparently she didn't <laughs> learn that much during the uh No, then she just
2: that
1: <laughs> No, a matinee is the performance that's right. in the middle of the afternoon. Oh. So the reason we called it the anniversary anniversary is because that was the same day as our twenty second wedding anniversary. Yeah. And so instead of going out to dinner that night, we went and saw Channing perform. Yep. Um and then that coincided with the same weekend as the Great Big Family Play Day, which is a huge yeah. outdoor festival here in Los Angeles. It's they call it Coachella for kids yep and there was about ten thousand people over the weekend that came to the event, and we got to host the main stage. Hundreds
0: of vendors yes. and many bands played and stuff like that. It was really, really fun.
1: So many delicious snacks. Yes, Channing's so priorities. Many delicious we snacks. all had our different priorities. Like mine was like I wanted to, um, you know, do a good job and like meet people and yep. like say hello and do some like grassroots marketing with our podcast. And Channing was all about the snacks, mm. and Daddy was all about those music act all
0: about the music and stuff like yeah. that it was great there were a lot of the like family acts were there the beat buds and stuff like that and lisa Loeb, you may remember from the 90s uh her her big hit stay uh she was there with the band the hollow trees and i got to introduce them live on stage and talk to them and stuff like that so it was really neat
1: it was really cool yeah. so we were really grateful to have that opportunity um to be able to do that so shout out to tracy fredkin over at socal moms who brought us on board this year so it was to host a great event? It was that so event. well organized. Yeah. It so was thank really you, good. Tracy. Um, that was so much fun. So that's kind of just a little bit of what we've been up to. Also, just a little rest, relaxation. We went to Camp Travel Mom this past weekend in San Diego, learned a ton about family travel, and met some great travel partners yep. and so, I got a sunburn and Channing got a sunburned which is why her face is more pink than usual but, but overall it's been just a really fun and relaxing few weeks but now we're back now we're back and back summer, to the grind yes summer movie season is coming up Ooh. and there are going to be a ton of movies released this year there's also some pretty big movies you know making their mark at the box office over these last few weeks so For we're sure. excited to be back because we have a lot to talk about um but first things first guys let's talk about what's popping The biggest thing happening right now in the entertainment industry, hands down, is the WGA strike. The Writers Guild of America writers are on strike. They are asking for um, uh, more pay, and they are asking for um, some other things that they want, like no more mini writers rooms. Um, And, you know, I'm not a WGA member, so I don't want to speak to it with any sort of level. I can't really speak to it with any level of authority. But I am a member of SAG-AFTRA, the Screen Actors Guild. Yep. And I know that our negotiations are also coming up soon with the AMPTP. AMPT. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to mess that up. They're coming. Anyway, we're going to be negotiating with, with the, the powers that be. With the big powers, the studio powers as well. So... There's a lot happening right now in terms of nothing happening. Yeah. Basically, if you don't have writers creating content and creating scripts and movies and television shows, you don't have any TV shows to make well, the or thing movies is, to make.
0: The thing is, is, the last time something like this happened of this scale was like in 2008, mm-hmm. 2007, 2008 so started,
1: about, I think in two th- fall 2007 right. and ended 100 days later. That
0: was the big writer strike and it has it forever changed the landscape of how we watch television, mm-hmm. of how we watch television and well movies to a degree as well. And so I'm curious to see what's what the ramifications of this strike uh, is going to be, are going to be.
1: Have you guys at all been uh, been talking about all the strike in school or is anybody mm, No. The, kid, not the, ten, really. the fourth graders aren't really aware of the writer's strike. No,
2: I don't think they really
1: care. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> it probably doesn't affect what they're doing. Some of their parents might. But their parents bit. might, for sure. But yeah. but it it's important um, for many different reasons. But one of them being what's, in tr- what's great about unions and being in a union. And we've mm-hmm. kind of talked about this I, a little I'm bit before. Them, sadly. We've talked about this a little bit before. Is um, when the unions band together, um, they can get better health insurance, they can get better pay, they can get better um, accommodations on set, a better workplace environment. And those are all things that are really important when you're on the job. And when you, because you want to be in a safe working environment, you want to be paid for your work, you know, compensated fairly. um, And the writers feel like they aren't. Um, be compensated
0: all these studios own, are making billions and billions of dollars on these shows and movies and things like that and the writers, they make money but not nearly as much as they probably should for all the work that they do so they're just asking for more money better benefits and things like that
1: no yeah. do you have any questions? no sir. okay, you understand everything about the writer strike? yes okay, good to know alright, all right, she gets it so yeah. <laughs> at least initially the main shows that are affected are the late night talk shows those went dark like right away yeah um and i've seen actually quite a few celebrities um out on the picket lines i've been out on the picket lines myself supporting as a as a sister union um the sag members are supporting the wga because we know in just a few weeks we could also be on strike too so if you don't have any writers if you don't have any actors you're not getting any TV shows made. There's going to be no new television. Right. Um, so there's going to be an even longer gap between seasons of The Mandalorian and Stranger Things and, you know, the shows that everybody loves. Yep. So other shows that are affected, you've got Abbott Elementary. That writer's room is shut down immediately. Um, the spinoff for uh, Walking Dead uh, has been halted. Like Andor. Andor. Yeah, season mm-hmm. two for Andor. Yeah, uh, Blade. The uh, pre-production has been shut down on Blade. The writers' room for Cobra Kai oh. uh, has stopped working. Um, just about every show, House of Dragon, <laughs> all scripts um, have been turned in, but
0: in the, it's not going anywhere. But it's not
1: moving anywhere yeah. just yet. Yeah, uh, shows like Jeopardy um, have been Jeopardy. impacted. Yeah, so. Um, well, see, that's something weird too. Here, you wouldn't think a show. Well, here let me explain why. Here's why: like because that. Mayim Bialik is stepping away from hosting Jeopardy in support of WGA. Oh. So um, that's how writers are standing by, or excuse me, that's how actors are standing by um, and supporting the writers by saying, "I'm not going to work on this show right now until this is all resolved." So. Uh, Drew Barrymore, um, stepped away from the MTV movie awards, hosting the MTV movie awards because, uh, she wanted to show solidarity with the writer. So it's a huge story. It's a huge event that's happening. It's going to have, um, a massive impact on Hollywood. If they don't get it resolved soon, if pe- if they don't come back to the table soon yeah. and start making some concessions. And then when you've got the actors, the, you know, the screen actors guild just a few weeks away also from this, the SAG has already requested a strike authorization from its members so that they can go to the negotiating table saying, you know what? We've got all of our members who are yeah. ready to walk off the job if you don't meet our We demands. got something in the mail
0: today about it. Yeah. yeah for sure. Didn't the last writer strike uh, give way to the rise of reality TV as well? I mean, I think, Didn't yeah. Didn't it open the door for, yeah, for, for, sure. for that to creep in and become just insanely popular?
1: Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, it definitely did. The last writer strike definitely yeah. gave way to um, more and more reality TV. That's why we have so much more reality tv okay um let's move along and let's talk about i think one of the biggest things that's everybody's talking about this week thankfully succession is still um airing and we wow. still have episodes of succession now this is a show channing that you could not watch really there's, there's a, a lot of, lot swears. of swears
2: uh i've told you before i do not care about but swears.
0: like 80 percent of the dialogue and swear. is swearing.
1: Again, I do not. Care. I know you don't okay. care about swears, but we do. Like, and
2: also you
0: might not understand some of the subject matter going on because it's it's yeah. it's like real adult businessy type of stuff.
1: I mean, honestly, I don't understand what they're doing half mm-hmm. the time. It's like they're wheeling and dealing in high level business, and now for some reason they're also in politics a little bit, and I'm like. I don't know what's going on but the actors are so watchable yes. and so entertaining. And that's it. That's why people watch it. Um I don't know if anybody is watching Succession with their kids. I don't I just feel like that's not really a
0: I don't see it as a real family show
1: necessarily. Yeah. Is Office a family show? I think maybe now and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. maybe
2: like their uh, maybe like teenagers with their parents can watch it yeah but you watch it
1: it's our family show I love watching The Office I think there's some innuendo in The Office that's maybe not quite appropriate for 10 year olds yeah that's what she said Um, (laughs) the episode
2: that says the S word I can't
1: say no don't
2: the (laughs) S-E-X word oh my gosh (laughs) the episode starts
1: with that yeah Yeah, I can spell it but I can't say it (laughs) right you can say the word sex just don't oh god she said
0: it (laughs) See, she can't say it because she embarrasses herself. Does that
1: make you uncomfortable? Sexy time. <laughs> and that is So Channing
0: is turning redder than her sunburn she right just,
1: now. She and that is the sound of everyone turning away from our podcast. Mom I'm
2: editing this right now. Bleep, bleep, bleep.
1: <laughs> you should not be afraid to say the word sex. It is not a dirty word. It's, it's not a swear.
2: It just makes me go... Eh.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, and it probably should at this point. Speaking,
2: age. I have... All I right, have settle like, down,
1: you're being real squirmy nature. Okay, in
2: later, <laughs> um, later after this, I have a little riddle for you guys.
1: After the podcast or just... After what?
2: After after our last thing. I have a little riddle for you guys. Okay. Okay. There's two answers to it, but you can only have one. It's a little bit weird. Okay.
1: I'll- well, thank you for that tease, everyone. Stay tuned. Yes. Yes. Stay, stay tuned. yes, stay tuned. Um, so anyway, I'm excited for yes. Succession Finale. Yeah. It's so good. It's, it's one of those shows that took me a hot minute to get into, but I'm so glad I did because it's just... The performances are brilliant. The writing is brilliant. And this
0: finale is next week, right? It's yes. next it's next Sunday because yes. we this just Sunday. Yeah, it's this coming Sunday. Yes, right. yeah, cool. this Sunday. Can't
1: wait. It's going to be so good. It's probably going to be like one of the most watched shows. And you ever. said there's a ninety-minute. Yeah, it's a ninety-minute. That's, 90 minute see, that's finale. a solid finale. That's yeah. where
0: they you feel that they're going to get into the meat of it and resolve some
1: things. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Are All right. You,
0: are you are you team Shiv or team Tom?
1: I, oh. <laughs> team Greg. Definitely not Team Greg. <laughs> what? I'm, de- I'm Team Greg, I think. I I'm, think I'm Team, team Greg. Shiv, I think, for sure. Because we because like Shiv, is, we like to see a lady who's been in power. Team what? Shiv. She's one of the characters in the show. Put your glasses up on your nose. I don't know what you
2: guys right, are talking about. All right, so
1: um, let's talk about, because Succession is all about business Yes. and high-level business, we're talking about multi-billion dollar corporations, yep. like some of the biggest businesses in the world. Let's talk about... What are the five most successful businesses in the world? Oh, and I, I want know. You a guys to guess. Go. Chen. You think you know? Okay, yeah, I know. Okay, Apple. what do I you know, think Apple. they are? Um, the wh- top five most uh, profitable companies in companies in the world. Is it alphabetical order? No, no. Top, top five. Just the top, top five. Whoever makes biggest. the most money. Mm, Apple. Yes, number one. Good. Very job. good. Google. Google is number three. Mm-hmm. Le- i'm gonna
2: go with amazon
1: Ooh, you would think so but no they gotta be oh. in the top ten at least they're not oh, oh wow um,
2: okay what I about i know th- no i'm not
1: saying that never mind this is disney. gonna be hard because this is global disney oh.
0: disney no really
2: no no, no one watches disney anyway. <gasps> <Dang. laughs>
0: everybody watches Disney.
2: um yahoo
1: no. Gmail. Oh, what is this, the 90s? Yeah, back up. <laughs>
2: uh, I was going to say Firefox, but never mind. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Firefox. Where did you hear that? Uh, How do you know what Firefox is? Um, I guess people YouTube. still use it, don't No they?
0: one knows what Firefox is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it on YouTube. Anyway. Um, what do you think, Dad? I already guessed
0: it. Um, I'm going to say General Mills.
1: No. Think globally. Like, around the world. Nintendo. No. Toyota. No. Um, Toyota. Okay. Do you want a hint?
0: Well, why don't you guess? Well, you,
1: you have the list oh, in front yeah, of me. Yeah, so list so in front yeah, of in front me. Okay, yeah. so you can't guess. Well, then I'll, I'll get them all right. Yes. Um. Think about what software your computer runs on. PC.
0: Macintosh. PC. IBM. Computer and my Scroft.
1: My scruff. Microsoft. 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 Yes, not MyScroft. And which one is that one? <laughs> That's number two. Oh. Microsoft. Number two. One, Yeah. One, two, three. All right. And the number four is the Commerce Bank uh, or Community Bank of China. Let me make sure I say that name right.
0: OK. OK. But well, wow. Number four. That's the fourth largest. Uh,
1: Commercial Bank of China. Yeah. Industrial and Commercial Bank of China. And then number five, ExxonMobil. Well, the be-
0: bank is the, the is just population density right there. You know, I mean, originally, a, there's so many millions and millions of people. There. Yeah. They
1: have a net income of fifty five billion. It's probably the only bank there. yeah Yeah. originally
2: i was gonna say safari but i was like nah that's an apple thing that's not a
1: business either safari is is a product of Of mac yeah Apple. yeah Yeah. um all right but good job though i'm impressed You got like three out of daddy didn't think you would get any he thought it was going to be too hard no you nailed
0: it with i mean apple you came out strong Good no, job, no, bud. no. I, I know.
1: Five. I know a lot of businesses. Okay.
0: You know three, b- you know three was, businesses. You know, basically. Originally,
2: I was going to say Peachy Babies, but like, no. No. It's a slime.
1: Yeah, okay, you're right. I don't think slime like s- is...
2: Like, ever.
0: Slime's not quite up there,
2: buddy.
1: Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe in the 60,000.
1: How many people do you think are playing with slime on average? Like,
2: on the Right now?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, in the world. You think that's really big business is slime?
2: Yes, yeah, sli- slime is very satisfying. I've seen a lot of YouTube shorts where people play with slime. It's very satisfying. Okay. Um, it's okay. like it's like
1: the be about it. It's like Okay I, okay. I don't even think you know. You just learned the word satisfying <laughs> a few it. months ago. I did. I did. I don't you know how to, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it though. What are you looking at?
0: Okay, you, you like know? slime. We okay. get that, but I don't think worldwide it's that popular.
1: All right, it's not that satisfying. All right, here we go. Let's move on, guys. What TV shows uh, or movies are we currently watching um, we or looking forward to? So, I am watching uh, we just finished watching Jury Duty. Oh my gosh. That <laughs> and is I loved such a it blast. so much. Jury Duty is a documentary style um, series that, um, (coughs) excuse me, if... For you're familiar with the old Joe Schmo show, yeah. from back in the day. That's exactly. It's kind of a similar format where they take a guy who has no idea. It's uh-huh. sort of like a Truman Show, a guy who has no idea that everyone around him is uh, actors and is filming a show based around him. It's
0: a big prank on this guy. It's essentially, not like, I
1: wouldn't say it's a prank. It yeah. didn't feel like a prank, but it it's like the Truman Show where he didn't know that he was the sen- he was the star of his own show. Right. Uh, oh basically. yeah. And it was really entertaining to watch because this guy, the the casting was so well done on this. As you know, the guy they picked to be um, the jury foreman or whatever was so seemed so genuine and like really happy to be there, and he was all in. He he
0: genuinely was, and that's why that's why he did the show was so good because you have all these. Actors pertaining to be jury members, mm-hmm. these over-the-top actors b- being exaggerated versions of themselves, and this guy, real guy, comes in, and he's just a genuinely nice guy who wants to get the job done and then go home.
1: But our our favorite part, hands down, was Ooh. James Marsden. Oh my gosh. So James Marsden <laughs> is so fun. What will Channing know James Marsden from? Sonic? Um, Sonic oh, Ench-
0: Enchanted. Enchanted. He oh, was, yeah. Uh, Prince Charming yeah. in Enchanted.
1: Most recently, that's what she Prince. would have seen him. Yeah. yeah so um, um i absolutely love james Marsden though in this he was so funny and yep. what a dream for an actor to be able to essentially um run free with like improv and like have fun with whatever he's doing it was unscripted yeah, yeah. what is this person doing keep moving buddy i can see like their feet right here who's standing there do you see that over here yeah.
0: No, no, no! Oh, no, no, it's fine. It's, it's just funny because I'm like,
1: all I see are these boot, these like combat boots. People big, just chilling. Big black boots. We're trying to be in our podcast. Thin white legs. <laughs> Listen, I didn't book you as a guest, sir. Get out, keep moving. <laughs> um, but James Marsden, like, what a dream for him to be able to like
0: make fun of himself a little bit. He was clearly yeah. having fun with yeah. it
1: and improvising, and just like such a fun thing for an actor to get to do when they say, because as an actor, whenever the director says. Um, just improvise. Have fun. Yep. Do whatever you do. It's a dream because then you're like, oh my gosh, I get to, you know, be silly and have fun. You get to play, is, to play. Is,
0: is what you do. You get, to, get play, to play and you get to play on camera and you get to play being an exaggerated version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah,
1: it's, it's hilarious. And Channing, what are you watching? Oh, I'm watching Jesse. Okay. And what's that? I oh, push your glass up on your nose. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Jesse is basically um, a show that I watch on Disney Plus. It's basically these. It's basically this girl that's from Texas, and she goes to New York to follow her acting dream. But really, she ends up as a nanny for three little rascally kids. Mm -hmm. And she's actually a really good nanny. They all love her. On the first episode, it's kind of awkward because one of the little boys tries to date her. Uh He's like eight, and she's like in her 20s or something, she's like, I'm too old for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, oh, hi, I'm I'm Luca or something. And she's like, hi, and I'm too old for you. <laughs> or something for so that. So he
1: was a smooth operator, huh? Mm-hmm. And this
0: show is on Disney Plus?
2: Yes, it's on Disney Plus. Is Jesse on, I thought that was on Netflix. Netflix. No, it was on Disney Plus. Okay. okay. All right. Either Netflix or Disney Plus. I watch it on Disney Plus.
1: It's important to know. I
2: I watch it on Disney Plus, though. I don't know if it's on Netflix. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, there is some crossover, you know, between the the two uh, services. Because I honestly. And it's a series, right? It's a series. Is it like, are you on the first season or season? I'm on the first season still. I
2: just started watching it. How
0: many seasons are there? Do you know?
1: like three
2: three
0: seasons that sounds about right for those kind of shows they usually run about three maybe four seasons
1: and that show is older that show came out in 2011 yeah it's an older show she just discovered it
0: well i think that's so great about some of these streaming services like disney plus and netflix they Mm -hmm. have these older shows that you know kids chan's age can go back and catch up on and it it opens your eyes to other shows that are just like it so good job bud
1: That sounds fun. Nice. All right, Daddy, what are you watching?
0: I'm watching a show on Amazon Prime called Mrs. Davis, and it's a really fun show by the producers of Lost, if you can believe it. Uh, Mrs. Davis is not a lead human in the show. Mrs. Davis is actually the AI that has taken over the world. So everyone listens to what this AI has to say. It's replaced Facebook, it's replaced Instagram, Twitter, and everything else like that. It just runs the world, and this rogue nun (laughs) Um, seeks to basically shut Mrs. Davis down. And she goes on this quest to find the Holy Grail. And it sounds weird, and it is. It's wacky, and it's funny. Um, It's got a little bit of violence in it, a little bit of profanity, but it's just weird and fun, and I love it.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes with you, and it is pretty good. Definitely not for kids, though.
0: It's not really a kid's... It's not at all a
1: kid's... show. Don't even say not really, because we don't want someone to go, oh, maybe I can't. No, it is not at all for kids.
0: I'm trying to think yeah yeah you're. yes it's absolutely
1: not a kids show so do not watch that with your family Um, (laughs) okay that's fine um and also i want to mention too like at the box office right now what's going on is fast x just came out whoa um i'm i'm looking forward to seeing that just because the last one was so fun and so like just outlandish yeah um and then it actually unseated super mario and galaxy three um so now guardians of the galaxy Galaxy three thank you um And Super Mario Brothers were, you know, neck and neck. Like Chris Pratt literally was like dominating, and still is, you know. Yeah. Um, But Fast X came out and bumped those two down. So now we've got three juggernaut movies. And I mean, I think it's safe to say that movies are back. People are going back to the theater. They're well, they're events now. They're
0: events. People go to see these events. Mario Brothers was an event for people that Mm -hmm. love that. Marvel is back, and they go see those movies. And Fast X has this crazy dedicated fan base mm-hmm. that that will go to it no matter how good or bad it is. They just go to it because it's Fast and the Furious. I mean
1: they went to space in the last movie. <laughs> so what? It gets more
0: Earth and more ridiculous each could one. Could they
1: possibly do? And I mean the stunts were just insane. They're flying yep. in their cars over canyons and like I don't know. But it is really fun to watch and when I interviewed Vin Diesel, he was so nice. And,, um, he's. Great. He's really passionate about his films like he's really passionate about this franchise and and what it means to him and his family and like you know so he's got a
0: couple of franchises under his belt Mm -hmm. now he's got he's got fast or the fast and the furious franchise he's Mm -hmm. got guardians of the galaxy is groot he also has the pitch black the riddick yeah franchise which he is taking a personal investment on they're making a new one so
1: i have to say though i was a little nervous to interview him because i thought maybe he would be kind of rude or You know, you have an idea in your mind, I guess, of what people are going to be like. Um, I was that But he was not like that at all. He was so nice. He was so friendly. He was so, like, genuinely interested to talk to me. He wanted to know about Channing because I brought her up. And, like, he said that she, like, Groot and and the Marvel movies and stuff. So he just was genuinely a kind person, um, and it was a joy to talk with him. I was
0: that way when you interviewed Jason Statham. I was there when you interviewed Mm -hmm. Jason Statham as well, and he was... A super nice guy. He's this big tough guy on screen, but he came up and talked to us about married life and his kid and, you know, it was, yeah, it was cool.
1: And I'm, yeah, because I'm not really like the typical entertainment reporter in LA. Like I'm not your typical red carpet person. No way. Who's like, Um, you know, (laughs) tall, voluptuous, like, you know, always like super stylish. Yes, I know I'm beautiful, but that's not my point. My (laughs) point is that's not what L.A., the L.A. market and entertainment outlets, I'm not what they typically put on the air. It's like very young, hip, stylish people who cover red carpet stuff. And then there's me, a mom, who likes to wear khaki pants and her sketchers on the red carpet. (laughs) Um, And so I I always wonder how these stars are going to react to me when I'm standing there to, you know, to be like, what are you doing here? You know, but um, Jason Satham was so nice and The Rock was very nice. Everybody's, you know, for the most part, been very nice. Um, so I feel very lucky in that way. Yeah. All right, let's talk about, let's do quickly, a planning. What are you transplanting this week? So
2: this is going to be a very small transplanting than what I usually do. But some people off YouTube have been thinking about Frozen 3 theories. Okay.
1: The
0: sequel, the new, well, it's not even new yet. It's just a theory.
2: It's just a theory. Okay. Like, no one has ever thought about it yet, but it's just a theory. So I only have a couple things to say about it, but... Um, in it, we're thinking maybe Anna might get new powers. Like, opposite of Elsa's powers, of course. And then she loses control of it. That's the kind of, uh, part of it. Okay. And then Elsa... <laughs> just see <Della> <laughs> and then Elsa can help Anna with it. Help her control her powers. And that brings it back to the sisterly, sisterly love part of this.
1: Okay. Those are both good theories. I... And you saw this on YouTube? like this- I saw, that, like, a little... Um so people are theorizing on YouTube. Yes, and there. it said
2: new frozen three theory or something. Okay, like that.
1: that's good. they put theory so it's people don't think it's fact.
0: So if she was uh, if she was opposite powers of Elsa, what, would they fight?
1: No, no, no. no. like sisters. maybe Anna has heat powers. Yeah, fire.
0: Uh fire versus maybe, ice. Maybe
1: they sh- work together.
0: But maybe at the beginning they don't. Maybe they fight and then they come together at the that
1: end. That could be it. Okay. Yeah. All right, oh. that's juicy. That's okay.
0: my theory, is they fight at the beginning and they come like the Avengers. They fought at the beginning oh and God. they came together at the end.
1: All right, let's move on to <laughs> <laughs> Brooker what Beats. What we Woo! what should we listen to this week?
0: Uh Brooker Beats this week is the Ghost of Vroom. Ghost of Room is our friend Mike Doty. Mm-hmm. He, uh, this is the Ghost of Room 3, which actually doesn't come out till September, but they just dropped a single like a couple of weeks ago called Pay the Man. And it's really, it's it's just a fun song. It's typical Mike Doty, uh, jazz, spoken word, funky uh, vibe, and it's, it's just cool to listen to. Um, Mom and I like this artist named Mike Doty. He's a lot of fun. We've seen him like, he's like the most, the second or third most watched artists that we've gone to in in concerts we love his stuff and he just Came out with a new song and we like it. Pay the Man by Ghost of Room is my pick. For and Mike Dody is the lead singer. That's what I forgot to say. Yes. Mike Doty is the lead singer. That's one the, singer. Yes. <laughs> That's the, the connection singer. you forgot to make.
1: Yes. He's the lead singer of Ghost of Room. Yep. Um, And we call him our friend, even though we don't chat often, um, because he was actually on my podcast, Motherhood in Hollywood. He was a guest on my show and he came to our house. We hung out. And we hung out and we had shawarma together. And he was just <laughs> like the coolest person ever. Yeah, he was and cool. Um, now we follow each other on Instagram, and so yeah. I'm I'm proud to say like, he likes your stuff. Yes. you like his stuff. Claim to fame is that we know Mike Doty. he's a rock star, and he's just so talented. Highly recommend not just this, but like all of his albums. Go
0: into his back his his, his back catalog, catalog and, yeah. and, and and listen; it's great stuff. Ghost of Room coming out beginning of September. Pay the man out now.
1: Okay, you know what else is great stuff? What's that? The Brooker Family Podcast. That's it, you guys, for season two, episode one. Wait. Are so. <laughs> oh, you want to do your riddle? No, no. Oh, yeah, what? yeah. Just like real quick. Okay, hurry. So,
2: what starts with an S, ends with an X, and has a vowel in it? What? No, what? You have to guess. Six.
1: Six.
2: Correct. There's also another
1: one which I will not. Okay, say. we don't need to yeah. say that. All right. <laughs> okay. um, Why did you make me stop for that? Okay, off everybody. the rails. Yeah. Off the rails. Thank you so much for listening once again to the Brooker Family Podcast. Please take a minute and subscribe to our show and give us a five-star review. Every review makes such a big difference um, in how we're ranked and how our podcast is seen and found on all the podcast players. And uh, make sure you follow us on social media. We have our own Instagram, Brooker Family Podcast, but also at the Heather Brooker, Yuzik Guy, and Channing Brooker. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.